Fair warning. I'm going to open fire on you a little bit to start, but it'll be good. Use it. On me? On you. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Garage Therapy. We're going to have a fun little discussion today. What? Because we weren't even talking about me, and I no, we weren't. Well, no, not you specifically. I mean, yes, I'm going to talk about you specifically. We were sitting here talking, and all of a sudden, you're like, "We need to have this on the mic." Right, because it's we were talking about the converging path and the inner battle of losing the brotherhood of the military, and people trying to recreate that same connection in good ways or in bad ways, harnessing whatever kind of emotion you're trying to harness however i'm going to start back with opening fire because you made a really big dickhole comment i on did Fri- yeah on friday i'm backing it up we talked about this and we talked about it today Dude, I and i think it's a really important conversation to have because i'm 100 in support so to give you guys a little bit of background jim is coming off of a mood medication i'm in full support <laughs> other than i've asked you to talk to neurology and make sure that there's say, no you're medical in full interactions other than it's fucked up that i'm doing it on my own yes i, I do want i wanted you to call neurology and make sure that it's not there are no combination of interactions and we don't need to be on alert for seizure activity and then i did want you to talk to your psychiatrist and kind of have therapy in between and then we had a conversation when you decided you do, it got canceled and you said fuck that in shit fairness, I don't need it. In fairness <laughs> to me for quite a few t- like quite a few months now I've told him I would like to be off of that medication. Right. I don't I don't need it. It's mental. I can do this. I I want and you know of course it's like well you have to wean off of that shit. Do not just quit that shit. So you said quit that shit? Yeah, yeah. So we had a discussion, um, and I was fully in support because I I do believe that you have, as far as done the inner work and become self aware enough to be able to manage your emotions. However, comma, I had we did have the discussion that this was going to mess with your mood, and you needed to be receptive. Remember this conversation that you needed to be receptive to. The perceptions of other people around you and the the possibility that you were going to become more agitated and hostile and i needed to be able to it's, ground you if you were going to do this but the thing is is right now it's hitting me in a totally different way i'm just like a puppy commercial was so cute but it wasn't last week last week you were everything's agitated i'm pissed off fuck this shit so I came up but to I you. But I wasn't raging. You weren't raging, but you were. It wasn't even. You were bought. You were building. You were becoming more and more easily agitated. You were, you were walking out and slamming the door, you over like little stupid things. Bro, we were talking about motorcycle. Clubs. We're getting there. This is a, this is an incredibly important conversation for people to have because I think if you are going to go off of any medication consult your doctor and talk to those around you and be pers- be aware that but, chemically it is altering your mood you are going to have to adjust to an influx of things but again it's not like i would i ran out one day and was like oh shit i self weaned off of it now is it supposed to take a good you know 
four to six weeks, sure. And you're like at week two. No, you know, yeah, yeah, week and a half. So, on Friday, I tried. I was very intentional. I was shaken in my boots because you were very testy. But I knew you were. You can't. You were. (laughs) Come on. You were touchy. No, I wasn't testy. I was wound up. (laughs) Okay. But I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to go and I'm going to be really intentional. I'm going to be like, Hey babe, I think you need to just kind of like be aware of how agitated you are. And so I did. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? I did. And I said, you're kind of making me a little bit nervous that you are building and going to go into a rage. And you, what did your motherfucking ass say? Better not make me then. Fuck you, dude. Well, Do you know how terrified that made me the rest of the night? Well. Because I like, you've got to think for my PTSD, so, my secondary PTSD. We're going back. We'll come back no, to no, this. no, no, no. You've got to think about my shit because I just wanted to deflect something on someone. And I'm tired of being the fucking target, my man. i just saying, <laughs> don't fucking say something that's going to piss me off. Or just control yourself and go, oh, you know what? Maybe I am a little bit. Of a hot wire today. No, I already admit that. (laughs) So my only option that night, because I like literally, what it did to me was trigger my. I wish people could see your your my mannerisms because yeah, because I'm talking, I'm like touching my nervous and going. I could feel the tingling starting to go through my body, and I felt my brain starting to like have racing thoughts going. Look Look at me deflect. Don't say this. Don't say that. Don't do this. If I trip here, if I trip here, it was like a minefield. So I decided at that point, okay, Lima Charlie, loud and clear, fuck you for the night. You go ahead and go do your shit and I'm just going to stay away. Because I didn't, I knew that no matter how else I was going, I, that was my piece that I could speak to. And you were like, better back the fuck up off me then, bitch. And I was like, very well. <laughs> like, fuck you a little bit. But on the flip side of that, like, we didn't, you didn't blow up. And we had the conversation a little bit more later that night where I was just like, you don't understand how take, it take physically. Your, take your titties and put them in the freezer. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I just explained it to you from my perspective, how it physically would make me be on edge. Like my ner- it made my nervous system crazy and racing because I was anticipating rage. Which is where now I've come to the point where I've gone, okay, shit. Pull it together. You can't rage. Prove it to her. And that's, we're here. Here we are. Prove it to her. <laughs> we've had. This, I'm not going to break shit. We have, we've had to have this conversation multiple times in multiple ways. Just very true. Like, it started with me having to like tip toe because I, and that's what, was that necessary? Do you know somebody that kind of acts like this? <laughs> no. The fuck is that supposed to mean? So tying it in was going, and it was all, it's all tying into mental health as we were talking about the loss of the brotherhood and what we used to have um, with our little, your little club, your club, little club. I got to stop saying that. That's almost like condescending, but it's fine. It it was cute. (laughs) It It was because we created a family thing because we hosted it at our house. I put on mills. We invited families to come be a part of it. Yes, we stepped out and you guys did your like meeting shit, but the family was all there. 
And so it gave you guys that brotherhood, but also community. And I that just, went away. I just loved like 18 like overnight. bikes. 18 bikes just lined up on the road the same way. Ugh. And it was overnight that it was gone. My bad. Stop closing the lid. I'll I'm sorry. So we lost our little thing because... And that was right when in your shit height got of everything. Stupid. And it was in the height of just... I was gone in like mentally i was gone i was on all kinds of shit by choice some but prescribed yeah prescribed but abused let's i was i did not know i didn't know until well after the fact (laughs) i did not know until (laughs) well (laughs) i did not know um i was really blind to almost everything but the alcohol abuse and I mean, I knew you were on painkillers and I knew you were on Adderall. I didn't know the rate at which you were taking them the, uh, and the, and the methods by which you were the method, doing Thank it. you. That's the right word. The methods in which I was partaking. This was how you were dealing with the boys dying. This was how you were dealing with your transition out of the Marine Corps. This was how you were transitioning into like fatherhood and the stress of having a family all at once. And you were like drugs and alcohol baby numb that shit (laughs) yeah i was yep i was i still functioned i still made it to everything i was high functioning but you were explosive behind the scenes explosive like next fucking level you were atomic if you just hit my primer just think i think it all comes down to like one you knew how to manipulate the system to get the prescriptions you wanted. You went in because this was not through. This was through fair. This was through big the big hospitals. This was not through the VA system that you. Yeah, got this was before I was like. I think this was it, through. I think it went, when it started. I was still in. You were. You absolutely and still then were. I and, got out and just kept abusing and just being like, oh my god. And he was right. He was on board with it. He knew why you were there. He knew what you wanted. He prescribed you your prescriptions the, be- the most like, that he could do and see you later out. yep yep and he, there was never any that. attempt to actually like do anything about your pain there was never any no no he did he said it every time well i recommend you go see a pain specialist he didn't make a recommendation or anything he just said yeah maybe you ought to see a pain schedule specialist <laughs> and so was, was it right back the next month so the system really failed you and that and that's not just you that's not even the veteran that's not even the va guys that's like me big time healthcare in our state that's where the normal everyday family practitioner was just like here's your adderall here's your percocet and the thing is is he's a great doctor Mm. debatable well he did my vasectomy pretty good That poor little assistant. Oh my <laughs> god, she was. Anyway, so you basically right <laughs> out of while you were still in the military, while you were still in the Marine Corps, you were an alcoholic hooked on Percocet. Your transition out of the military was fucked. It was so fucked I, I, from I mean, so many levels. You were not treated like it. From the civilian side, the civilian doctor who just kind of thought you, and honestly you were, but rather than seeing how deeply you were struggling with your mental health or even trying to go there, 
he just gave you what you wanted and said, get the fuck out of my office. I, I need got, my paycheck my from high. the farm, big pharma. And I got my high or low. So you were raging. The VA was like a nightmare to try to get into, like an absolute nightmare. And I was like, they're not, at that time, I was desperate to get you into the VA because civilian doctors weren't understanding what was going on. They weren't understanding the depth of it. You know, <laughs> it's, it's so, and I hate saying that. I'm a big advocate for like. I'm gonna fuck your face. <laughs> no, fuck your arm. Arm. Yeah, I'm gonna fuck your arm. Yeah, man, I'm gonna, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna fuck your arm, dude. That was a, a VA that, police situation. Anyway, we keep going back. We gotta talk about the brotherhood. Where were we going with it? So you lost your brotherhood that was the military. We had, for a, for a moment there, and for a while, the club. The club filled that void, and you were good Ish. Other than like no one was, everybody was, everybody was at our house for whiskey Wednesdays and thirsty Thursdays. And yeah, it was was all enabling. I was young as fuck. Like I knew you had a drinking problem, but I knew like not everybody else did. (laughs) (laughs) You know, everybody comes over and two pints and oh my God, fucking three fifteens are gone. It was insane. It was absolutely insane. And a bunch of hookah. And it's not that rare, though. It's like fucking people do it all the time. So we were... So, so we had... That. Out of the mentality... But you transitioned into just kind of a dark world. Is that fair? Yeah. But can we move on to, like, the shit we were... To, like, Sons of Anarchy shit? <laughs> well, because we were talking about how clubs started and why oh, yeah it started because we were talking about your mental health and conversations we've had to have lately about you going off meds and like keeping you chill and staying cool mm-hmm. honey bunny yeah and i can tell that and then it's it, uncomfortable for you so i've tried hard it's it's scary i mean it's because it because you attack you don't like you don't long range this shit like you 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 stay quiet and then you're just fucking you, you even go for the knife <laughs> gotta get close up close and personal attach bayonets i have to though because because if i go long range you fire back with heavier artillery and i'm smoked <laughs> so i either have to get up close and personal or it's like i lose there's no way to win unless i'm like going through it for the throat you know sorry but that's the thing we've come a long way because you can have those conversations with me and now i can turn and go calm your tits bud chill those titties breathe but it wasn't always that way and it's taken us a long time you know and we've had these conversations for a long time there's a many 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 years of me saying i feel like you're bottling stuff and you're gonna rage and jim just going you know so you, you mean ra- you want me to rage okay oops i dropped the pin you think i'm raging now thanks for the thanks for opening that door he like kicked the motherfucking door in and was just like you want to see me rage I'm like no no i was trying to avoid that entirely what the fuck fuck you so it's like hey high five dude like look at all the progress we've made not without a fuck ton of work and a lot of patience and a lot of hard conversations. We've had conversations where I'm sitting here physically like trembling 
because I'm having to tread so lightly and get like watch every single muscle in your body and the way your face contorts and the way you process things and the speed to go. My already angry eyebrows. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Just being like, I think I'm making progress. I think I'm getting through, but like I'm a I'm a I'm a hair away from pulling that sh- like oh, it's a He's breathing heavy. Oh shit. <laughs> oh stop. shit. Let's stop the conversation. Did I go too far? And I don't recommend that for for people to do that. I'm sure people are like, what an unhealthy relationship. But no, we were talking about how it's identifiable. I think it is. I think for a lot of people who have severe PTSD, you have to make the work to be able to take that. It has taken me years to be able to (laughs) to take that without being like, you want to bring your little bow and arrow? I'm going to bring a fucking machine gun. Yeah, I would show up and be like. I just want to share it's a butter knife to spread jam on the rolls and Jim would be like (gasps) (laughs) I wasn't going to shoot you I wasn't going to kill you with it man but that's honestly PTSD you were in you were in fight or flight and at the smallest threat even if it was emotional even it was just emotional I wasn't like physically threatening you but if you felt insecure your trigger was just like it was it was feather touch <laughs> trigger and I think a lot of guys deal with that coming out of war especially wartime vets I, I mean I don't know about peacetime vets maybe they deal with it too hair trigger yours was just very catastrophic and you came into situations that were adding fuel to that fire rather than trying to like diffuse it yeah and that's where brotherhood came in is in all this in despite all of that all the fuckery that was going on what kept you from like really going next level was that you had men that you could turn to we are whether men. you turned to it and you guys got yourself deeper in the hole you were there with someone you weren't doing it alone i think that's kind of what happens to a lot of guys when they get out of the military is they're all of a sudden they're faced with having to go at life and all of their most of them their relationships are very intertwined with their jobs with what they how they served right all of a sudden you're an outsider yeah you walk out of the gate and the gate closes and you go fuck now what so for when those of you who lose community the struggle becomes much more intense because there you don't have people who really understand it at the depth that you can feel vulnerable enough to say because they have these these preconceived a lot of people not everybody i i would have have these preconceived ideas and when you don't understand the trauma behind it and everything that's lost upon the transition out of the military you're dealing with grief you're dealing with survivor's guilt you're dealing with ptsd you're dealing with coming out of a an environment where people are telling you what to do when to do it how to be there you know I think there's a lot of guys out there, and this is where the MCs tied in, who need that structure, and that's why MCs, founded by veterans, because they walked be. out of the gate and they went, "Fuck, now what? I don't know. I'm going to ride that motorcycle, and I'm going to get a bunch of other motherfuckers to ride the motorcycle." It was about community and camaraderie, and then shit got stupid. I think you see a lot of people get into gangs, looking for camaraderie and they end up in trouble big trouble and it's a problem 
Now, are there really good groups of people? We won't call them gangs and no, MCs. No, no. There's, that, a, there's a lot of gangs out there that are worse than MCs. Oh, That's I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, so there's like, tons I, of stuff. The, you keep saying gangs, and it's like, yeah, people get offended by a motorcycle gang. It's like some of them are. There's yeah. motorcycle clubs, and then there are motorcycle gangs. Right. Like there, that's, that's why I didn't interrupt you. So right, gangs, MCs, everything. It brings this. Hey, we're all we're out of the military, and we got nothing to do. I'm gonna fucking snort some Percocet and drink a couple drinks, and we'll go on a fucking ride, huh? Probably not your best choice. Let me just say. But it's what you chose. No, let me just say, okay. And then that fades away and it's like, well, shit. Again, now what? And that we're in the now what stage. But I'm I'm very confident that we will find the kind of people we're looking for. You know, I do miss riding with the club. Do I miss the bullshit? The wannabe politics? No. I miss the people. I miss the community. And that's what we had created because we did. We had families over. We included them in the club. We made them a part of it. And even though you guys were doing, you did your shit, as far as the club, how it operated, we were having family get-togethers with everybody. And it was great. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And that is why Sons of Anarchy ruined everything. Sons of Anarchy made it trendy and people didn't understand what they were getting into. Come on. No, you guys were awesome. I loved I loved the club. I love everybody in it. And and that was really hard. I mean, some of to have it fall apart. Because of the politics, good friends fell apart. If it were to just be a group of guys, we get together, we fucking go on motorcycle rides, fuck yeah. Wild hog style. Great. Because of politics, great friends fell apart. It became it became about the structure of it all, not about the camaraderie. Whatever. I wasn't part of all that, but that's just kind of the pieces and you've it told was me. Hammered all the time, man. Like it was. I you know, but we had a good time. Like, and we still have, we still talk to a lot of the guys. Let's be real, we yeah. do. Yeah. The ones that were part of the small group before it kind of was like more people, more people. When it was good fit, good fit. It was a good thing. But as soon as it was like everybody and their dog, oh, you. No, he served in the Coast Guard for a month. He's a veteran. <laughs> Let him in. Hey, you don't talk shit. No, I mean, yeah, dude, but... the Coast Guard is badass. I'm just saying, let's be real. I love every branch, including the Coast Guard, but it is always listed last. Okay? Just saying. <laughs> I respect the Coast Guard. I love Deadliest Catch and those <laughs> motherfuckers. Fuck you, Jim. And I don't mean it that way. I'm speaking truth. I'm speaking truth. Look around. Get on the internet. I'm I'm not. I'm speaking truth here. <laughs> I love those motherfuckers. I wish dude, those guys can swim like fish. Those are the real deep divers. Oh god. They know what's up. They just observe everything and go, all right. Those dudes are like they one. Pass, but they're probably mostly one mile. A spy Give agency. me three minutes. Anyway, it became numbers. We've touched on it the last three episodes. When things become nothing more than a number, things go wrong. Things get missed. People aren't paying attention. 
you lose you lose sight people. of what's important you lose sight you know for you coming out of the military and being on meds and all these things and changing your meds now let's put a disclaimer that like the ones we've been talking about in this episode oh you've been off like, I've been off of those for a long time we're covering a 10 year 13 year span I've here. been off those ones for a long time this is a just a mood one that you're coming off a mood. now yeah mood I was going to say feel good this is just a mood you've been you've been painkiller and cocaine and a pill no it was no, it was very much powder Jesus Christ what a time what a I'm time I'm just saying get rid of that shit we have brotherhood without politics and just do get together with people because it's the right thing to do and because you enjoy them and that you keep each other going down the right paths and if that is like supporting your family if there are people if you have a family get around people who are supportive of your family don't go around people who are trying to pull you away and that's one of the number one big problems i have that's why we started this whole conversation. with all these veteran retreats right now is that there's nothing that includes the fucking families that's a number one problem that i have is if you want the, the veteran to succeed you need his family unit to succeed one way or the other they need someone to help yeah. them force them yeah, no and if you don't have a family you have somebody you have a companion you have a friend they need a buddy system i think battle buddy I think a lot of you guys lose that and so you lose yourself because you're on your own for the first time in a long time mentally even though you have your families and you have people around you they didn't serve with you they don't understand the complexity of thought you can't make the same fucked up jokes you just are understood on a different level with your veterans than you are with your family you were stripped down to nothing so there was nothing to hide from each other in that environment. And that's a deep friendship and a deep sense of understanding and having somebody who gets you to lose. There's so much grief involved with that. When you feel understood at the core, to lose that takes years to rebuild someone who you feel like understands you at your core. Marine Corps, different core. If you're on shit, you are telling your physician what you think that they need to hear to give you the prescriptions you want, have enough self-respect to try to get better and go, you know what? I want I want to wean off of this. Do it smart. Well, do it wise. Include the people around you, especially if so that you have people who are watching and can help you expand your perspective in a time when your brain is literally adjusting to different levels of chemicals and and shit like that that makes it operate differently. oh it's hard it's hard mentally physically yes it oh my god even weaning off it's fucking hard i feel like i have to put the disclaimer that i am not a doctor or a licensed psychologist and nothing is to be taken literal and don't do anything without the consent of your doctor paid for by amber we'd like to thank our sponsors kroger water we don't have a sponsor you'll take that one out maybe you shouldn't Get your brotherhood, your sisterhood. The camaraderie is what you you need, but we all need to make sure to do better in the transition stage, especially. I think that's critical. I think that is absolutely critical to a veteran's success. Support system. Is a support system that is not enabling destructive behaviors. Right. You and find that's a, hard. You find a good battle buddy and you're like, yeah, let's let's 
fucking get off this shit together and then you're like hey man did you did you refill it's i mean you have to find a battle buddy that's going to hold you accountable not enable you and that's hard you have to want that it's hard to be confronted with that so jim like, jim made the mistake of an of you you surrounded yourself with enablers really i was the only person trying to pull you out of it right but i had basically backed you into a corner because if you were to say anything anyway we've already covered that don't rage don't rage get off your shit have the hard conversations and if you have to walk away walk away be mindful of of yourself and for me it was knowing that the conversation that i felt that i needed to have and the the instinct i had to try to defuse you i had to have the awareness that if i was going to try to defuse you again you were going to blow i needed to just walk away <laughs> I needed to rethink my approach and let it rest for the night and it, it it's like tripping it's i should be eod of the brain <laughs> like <laughs> i mean it it was hard but i also recognized within myself i recognized my my fight or flight instinct and my kicking in and the nervous system activating i could feel myself getting tense and my brain firing up and i knew because i was going on alert you were going to sense that i was on alert therefore you would go even further into intimidation uh, yeah and that's a, how it it's would play a backwards each other. forward gotta go forward to go back gotta, and our wait, best our best option and this is all coming down off of a medication that's honestly the only thing that's been because you did have brain lag last week and oh my god and you you were you were much testier and we had had the conversation prior that we were okay and if i that you were going to be receptive to these kind of conversations and then when you were like, don't fucking make me, I was like, so much for him being receptive to that shit. But it was your way of being rece receptive. It was your way of communicating. My way. Like, don't you poke mean, the bear. You mean the asshole way? <laughs> yeah. Don't make it, don't make me make it your fault. Don't fucking make me make it your fault. And I walked away going, maybe, maybe regulate yourself you, there, man. bud. My, your emotional re regulation is on you. I will not, I'll step back and I'll not try to trip it i'll give you the space you need but like you need to check your shit motherfucker i love you too <laughs> i love you if you're going off on medications do it the right do way. it the right way be open to other people's perspectives of how you're adjusting and take it in even if you disagree be willing to take it in and reassess yourself and go okay maybe they're right here maybe they're not right at all but either way you're in control of you and have enough self-respect and dignity to stay in control of you, regardless of what other people do. Find your camaraderie, find your brotherhood, your sisterhood, but find it in healthy people that are challenge that challenge you to be better instead of enabling you to continue down the spiral you're on. Get around people who are doing better than you. And maybe not inspire to be better, just motivate you to not do the dumb shit you're doing. Okay, well, I guess that's the same thing. But it sounds less harsh. And on that note, we'll talk to you later. 